0: yo! Welcome in. Welcome to the Fantasy Knockout Fantasy Football Show with me, your host, Mark Shannup. Today is Friday, August 30th. Great show today. We got the My Guys. Yes, I can't wait. I love this show. This is one of my favorite shows where I get to... I'm excited about certain players this year. I know they're going to do well. And a lot of people think they're hot takes and going, how can you possibly justify liking this guy you know but it it, they're my guys they're not your guys they're my guys it's gonna be a lot of fun uh you can follow the show on twitter and facebook at fantasy knockout and then on instagram as well at fantasy underscore knockout do you want to win a signed michael thomas jersey gotta hurry up we're only nine days left it's gonna end on september 8th nine days left okay get your entries in Go visit the website, fantasyknockout.com. Click on that giveaway tab. Follow instructions there. Super easy. I think it's like email and name. Hit the enter. And there's multiple ways to earn more entries than just that. But get that submission in. Don't want to miss out on this awesome signed jersey, Michael Thomas. He's a stud, the $100 million man. He is going to be a beast this year. Don't miss out it's gonna be a it's gonna be a, it's a cool giveaway so make sure you get your entries in oh yeah i remember just real quick uh want to apologize for getting the show out late yes uh you know tuesday i ended up releasing it uh thursday morning sorry for the delay i had uh we had a family emergency here michelle she threw her back out ended up going to the hospital all day t- monday she was laid up all day tuesday and wednesday so it was difficult to get the time to do the show but we got it out it all worked out great she's doing much better so thank you for the prayers and concerns um but yeah we got the shows the shows are coming back out we got the season starting next week next thursday we got the first game are you guys ready to go for that all right so let's get into the news News with views. To kick it off, wide receiver Kiki Q T of the Houston Texans. He is trending in the right direction, and he's gonna play Week One. <laughs> yep, I think he's ready. Um, other news: Wide receiver Julian Edelman of the New England Patriots. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw that. He was he played in the last the preseason finale for the for them. He had this play where he he like jammed his thumb, hit his thumb. It's Reporting that everything's fine and he came up, you know, grabbing it. Um, They're saying he's good and he'll be ready to go week one as well. Running back Ezekiel Elliott of the Dallas Cowboys. So owner Jerry Jones said that he expects Zeke to miss games. That's the newest, the most latest news on Zeke right now. So if you haven't already, go get Tony Pollard. Pick him up. Draft him late in your drafts. Um, handcuff Elliot right now in case he's going to miss, which it looks like he's going to miss They're planning on, you know, I think the Cowboys are planning on the next six weeks or at least six weeks right now. So we don't know, you know, this, this whole holdout thing, it's just, it's hard to speculate. It's hard to put real analytics behind any of this. Cause it's, it's personal. It's, you know, human beings and predicting people's egos and stuff like that. You know, it, it's just it's tough to uh to do all that. So, next, quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick of the Miami Dolphins. He will be the starting quarterback week 1. Kind of what I thought was going to happen. So, actually, he's a, he's a pretty decent streamer for for week 1 if you need to uh, need somebody if you didn't if you waited on quarterback and just going to go with the streaming route. He's he loves to chuck the ball. He loves to go deep. He loves to throw the ball a ton. So that's a possibility. We'll get more into that next uh, next episode when we go over the week one waivers and in streaming quarterbacks and defenses and stuff. Uh, running back Kareem Hunt of the Cleveland Browns, he underwent sports hernia surgery. Uh, you know, with his suspension of eight games, he's gonna he should make a full recovery by week ten. So you know, kind of nice getting him in there, but just we got to keep that mental note. He also you know surgery, so we want to make sure. We'll monitor this through the season, and I'll give you guys an idea of when to pay, possibly make a trade or try to add him if he's on, available on the waivers, so we'll keep an eye on that. Running back, Peyton Barber of the Tampa Bay Bucks. So Coach Bruce Arians basically said he's going to go with the hot hand between Barber Jones and Bowale. Wow, I got that out. I thought I was going to mess that one up. Bowale. Yes, if you haven't heard that name, he is the third running back that has kind of taken this preseason by storm. He is emerging there right now. We don't know. We're gonna we're gonna kind of monitor and keep that and watch this after week one. See who's got the who's leading in in carries and targets and all that stuff. So, running back Jarek McKinnon of the Niners, he suffered another setback in practice. It's you know what? It's time to move on. If you don't have Timmy Coleman or Matt Breida, it's it's going to be between one of those guys. I'm just moving on. I'm, I'm I'm over McKinnon. I don't think he can. He's not worth a roster spot right now. Wide receiver Will Fuller of the Houston Texans. Coach Bill O'Brien confirmed he's going to be ready for Week One. That's great news. I like him as a uh, nice flex play. <laughs> Always has the possibility of catching one of those long balls and you know scoring a touchdown stuff. And then the last wide receiver, Josh Gordon of the New England Patriots. He's going to be eligible to play week one. So hopefully you stashed him late in drafts. You picked him up, or go pick him up right now if he's still out there. Um, But, yeah, he's going to be available to play. He's going to be a high upside receiver. And maybe, spoiler alert, we'll talk about him later. (laughs) All right, let's just get into it. We got the main event, my guys. I couldn't do that. Could you do that? How can they do that? Who are those guys? These are my guys, and they are solid. Yes, the my guys. All right, we're going to go – we're going to start with the quarterback. So the first quarterback that I'm going to put my flag on is – Cam Newton of the Carolina Panthers. Cam, Figgy, Newton. Let's get jiggy with it. So I got to ask, do you guys like Christian McCaffrey? Is McCaffrey a great pass catcher? Well, guess what? That's Cam Newton's number one running back. Caught over 100 balls last year. He's also got DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, and oh yeah, guess what? He gets his Hall of Fame tight end Greg Olson back. This is the best team of weapons that Cam has had in several years. All right, so in five seasons, he averages the quarterback two and a half. He's better than the QB three. So he last year he took a crazy monster hit by TJ Watt, and uh, it was a Thursday night game, and he hurt his soul. He, he hurt his shoulder last year. He ended up losing. Greg Olson to injury, he had a rookie in DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel looked okay, you know he had Devin Funches, who isn't good at all, (laughs) and guess what, he was the number four quarterback up until he got hurt, but man, he had that surgery this offseason, I'm not worried about the surgery guys, it was the same surgery he had back in March of 2017. And guess what? Where did he finish in, Finish that next season? Number two. Not worried about Cam Newton's shoulder. He's going to do it. Yes, he's getting older. He's going to run a little bit less. But Cam is a stud. He's always finished in the top three uh, as a quarterback. Cam Newton, my first quarterback for my guys. Next, my guy, we got Jared Goff of the Los Angeles Rams. What? Why Goff? Yeah, he went to the Super Bowl. I believe they're going to have a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover. But I believe Goff play he plays on one of the top offenses in the NFL, right? He's getting better every year. He went from 3800 yards and 28 touchdowns on 477 attempts to 4600 yards and 32 touchdowns on 561 attempts. That's a pretty big jump, and I guess guess what? He's going to level up again. He's going to move up again this year. That was also while he was while losing his best red zone target in cup last year. He threw him for 32 touchdowns. Okay, last year, three quarterbacks with 100 or more targets in the red zone. Number 1 was Pat Mahomes, 103 targets, 35 touchdowns. Andrew Luck, 100 targets, 33 touchdowns. Jared Goff, 101 targets, 23 touchdowns. The Rams have Three whiteouts right now being drafted in the top fifty overall, you know pit players. But no one wants the guy throwing the ball. He's he's a good quarterback and he's getting better every year. He plays for a great offense-minded coach in Sean McVay, and he's basically free in drafts. I like Goff. I think he's going to be a solid quarterback this year. He's shown that he can do it. They're talking about. Giving Gurley the ball less, which means guess what? They're probably gonna, they gotta trust more in golf. So, I mean, take one of those receivers. Goff is gonna be a stud this year. Enjoy the late round free quarterback that you can get in Goff. Next, we got running backs. We're gonna talk some running backs real quick. My guy, running backs. Uh, to start it off, we're gonna go. Gary. That's right. Carry on Johnson of the Detroit Lions. Whoa. I'm super high on this guy. So there's a metric out there called actual opportunity. Okay. So, it kind of, and when using this, it helps decide. You can help decide, like, figure out the best play callers on teams and, and who the number one running backs are going to be. Okay. So, right now, the number one guy, if you look over the, the history of all this, right? The number one coach and his running back was Andy Reid and Kareem Hunt. Andy Reid and Shady McCoy, right? So Andy Reid's really good at having solid number one fantasy running backs. Number three was Pat Shermer when he had Saquon Barkley. Greg Romans up there. Brian Schottenheimer. And guess what? Those guys are all behind Daryl Bevel. Bevel's number two, who had Adrian Peterson and Marshawn Lynch. Bevel knows how to use his running backs. Well, guess who is Bevel's running back this year? Carry on, Johnson. He's a great running back. Okay, he in 2017, he was the offensive SEC Player of the Year. They traded up for him in the second round. He had 1,400 yards and 18 touchdowns in the SEC. He's a beast. He's a monster. He's a great running back. Another analyst, Joe Holka, has a great metric called rushing expectations. He took a look at Todd Gurley. When you know, Gurley was with Fisher, and it shows that he was a great running back, even when, when, he, when Fisher was there, even when he had a bad O-line. It was just all that was impeding his production. It didn't change his talent at all. Now, with McVeigh, Gurley, we all saw the last couple of years, he's a monster, right? Gurley, the number one running back in fantasy. Guess what? The data on Carrion is just as good. Carrion, the sixth highest percentile on the ground. The 86% through the air in receiving backs. 94th percentile in second-level yards. Guess what? No more Theo Riddick. Riddick had 74 targets last year. Do you guys understand? 74 targets. That's a ton. No more Riddick. Not worry about CJ Anderson, who's a jag, just another guy. This is why I'm so excited about carry-on. Okay? The last four years... Riddick has had 247 receptions. How many other running backs had more? I'll wait. None. No one. Carrion's going to be a top 10 back. He is going to be a stud. The only concern I have for Carrion is will he have enough touchdown opportunities with this mediocre Detroit Lions offense? That's the only hesitation I have. Other than that, Carrion's going to be a beast. I love Carrion Johnson this year. All right, my next running back for my guys is Chris Carson of the Seattle Seahawks. He had the second most rushing yards over the last four weeks. He was the number seven running back over the second half of the season last year with the best rushing team, the team that loved to run the ball. He had nine touchdowns. 1,100-plus yards, and was the number four in yards after contact per carry. He's super undervalued right now. He's going to be a top-10 guy this year. His coach loves him. His coach loves to run the ball. That team wants to run the ball. And he was also on pace for 312 carries last year. Carson's going to be a stud, and you're getting him late in the fourth, fifth round in draft right now. He's starting to sneak up a little bit. Don't hesitate on Carson. Take him because he's a solid right. Wide, uh, he's a solid running back too on your team. You're gonna love Carson this year. He's gonna produce. All right, let's talk some wideouts, my guys. Wide receivers. We're gonna kick it off with Robert Woods of the Los Angeles Rams. Yes, I'm gonna pair him up with my quarterback Jared Goff. I'm gonna get a little stack in here. I get it. I understand. Woods is not a sexy pick. He he's a very disrespected man. He's getting a Doug. Taste me how to dug. me, taste me how to Doug. Taste me how to dug. me, taste me how to Doug. Doug. The Dougie Baldwin treatment. Yes. We know what that is. You know, Woods is very good, okay? He shows he showed spurts of his talent when he was in Buffalo. He has an above average in routes run, and McVay is going to exploit that mcveigh's going to know how to use him the best so in 2017 he finished as wide receiver number 32 but in fantasy he went undrafted that year okay then last year he was drafted at the number 46 he finished at 32 drafted the next year at 46 he finished as wide receiver number 10 last year he's moving up and he's going to keep going higher he just got a raise. They're paying him more money, more money, more money, right? He plays for one of the best offenses in the NFL. He has one of the best offensive-minded coaches. He's going in the back half of the fourth round this year. He's a number one target for Goff. But, Mike, what about Cooks and Cup? Not worried about Cooks and Cup. In 2017, there was eight games with Cup and eight games without Cup. Guess what he was on pace for with Cup? 130 targets. Guess what he was on pace for without Cup? The same 130 targets. He's the number one target for the Rams. They're going to use him. Basically, you're getting a number one receiver in the fourth round right now, guys. Take Woods. Take the value. Enjoy Robert Woods. Smile as you're going to the championship. Woods is a beast. You're going to have fun with Robert Woods this year. Right, my next guy we got josh gordon of the new england patriots flash ah, king of the for of for of ah. gordon is back again so between weeks four and 14 the you know the only 10 game stretch that josh gordon has played with for the patriots he finished as the wide receiver 25 over 16 games that would have earned him 203.2 points and that would have been the wide receiver 23 while i'm all for flash gordon hype train right now don't come in expecting the same numbers that he put up in cleveland back in 2013 okay not the same guy Gordon could earn a larger target share on the Patriots offense without Gronk or Chris Hogan around, but he's not anything more than a high upside wide receiver three or low end wide receiver two at this point. To me, he's a steal in drafts and you can take him at his 75th overall ADP as your wide receiver three and enjoy that. If you drafted early, he was a stash. If you had picked him up off of waivers, he's a stash. He's going to be a stud. I love the the value there. He's got one of the best, probably the goat quarterback of all time. The greatest of all time is what "goat" means. He's got the goat in the quarterback, Tom Brady. Brady knows how to play great football. They will use him. He's got one of the best coaches in football, and Bill Belichick. The only hesitation with Gordon is yes, he could get popped for. We know what he likes to do off the field. His bad habits. But guess what? You're not drafting Gordon in the in the, t- the high rounds. You're getting him for free, so it's, it's such a value right now. You have to take him. And if Gordon plays all 16 games, if he plays all year, he's going to be a stud. He's going to be, in my opinion, he's going to be a league winner this year. I like Gordon a lot. That's why he's another, he's one of my other my guys. All right, let's talk tight ends. All right, we only got one this year. We got O.J. Howard of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I love his talent. He has been battling with Cameron Brate for the past couple seasons, but when Howard's on the field, he has shown he is one of the best downfield tight ends in the league. He led all tight ends with 11.8 yards per target and 16 and a half yards per reception last season, which resulted in him also leading with the most points per pass route and two two and a half fantasy points per target. Now, with the new addition in coach Bruce Arians, the early thought and concern with his lack of tight end usage, I'm convinced that Arians is a smart coach and will know how to use the talent he has on his team. Plus, Winston loves his tight ends. He needs to stay healthy. That's, that's the only thing I have not been on the field all you know for the full season. So he's got to stay healthy this year. But I strongly believe that he can be this year's George Kittle. I, I believe that Howard this time next year will be discussed as one of the top tight ends. That's why he's gonna be my guy this year. All right, so I had a couple honorable mentions guys that I like that just didn't quite make the list, but I wanted to mention them because I'm I'm high on them this year. I like them a lot and we're, I'm gonna mention them real quick. So Nick Chubb running back for the Cleveland Browns. David Montgomery, the run, the rookie running back in the, for the Chicago Bears. Sonny Michelle, he had a solid playoff. I like Michelle a lot. I think New England will know how to use him. Miles Sanders, also a rookie running back in Philly. I think he's going to emerge as the, the number one running back there. Then we got a couple receivers and Calvin Ridley for the Falcons. Curtis Samuel for the Panthers. And then the last guy, Chris Godwin of the Tampa Bay Bucks. I think Godwin can actually emerge as the number one receiver there. Yes, he can surplant Mike Evans in Tampa Bay. His coach loves him a ton. So I, I'm I'm excited to see what's going to happen in Tampa Bay. So next episode, we got week one. It's, it's starting, guys. Next week, Thursday, season kicks off. So we're going to talk week one matchups. We're going to talk what players we're going to need to pick up, any waivers out there, any last-minute adjustments. We'll talk streaming quarterbacks. We'll talk streaming defenses, some later-round tight ends to possibly target just want to say thank you for listening to the show make sure to subscribe and if you're on apple Podcasts, please leave a rating and review it really helps out the show i'd really appreciate it all right till next time goodbye